Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our top eight players to sell at current ADP on sites like Underdog and DraftKings. Well, specifically Underdog at their current uh, ADP in tournaments like the Best Ball Mania 4. So we'll go ahead and get right into it. Um, Nick, you kind of are, are taking us right where the last episode left off with uh, number eight here. That's right. Alexander Madison days are on and the dog days of Dalvin are upon us. He's currently uh ADP 68. I don't know where this guy's going to play. He's at the perennial age where running backs have significant regression. He's going to be 28. And he has only ever played an entire season one time in his career. Which means he's got the wear and tear on his body. He's basically going to be like a Lenny Fournette, Ezekiel Elliott, who are going 40 picks later. So that's he should be. And if you're taking him early, you're reaching and you're wasting your money. So don't do it and uh, go get Madison 40 picks later. <laughs> Good sell. Love it. Yeah, well Keep done. it simple. Uh, yeah. Another running back here, uh, we've got Cam Akers. Current ADP is 73, putting him at RB24. Uh, I think if anyone watched any Rams games last year, we can all recognize that Sean McVay clearly doesn't like this guy. He's been a healthy scratch multiple times, and they drafted Zach Evans, who is a very similar play style to Akers. Um, I think by the end of the season, Zach Evans and Kyron Williams both outtouched Cam Akers. Uh, you know, stats last year, Akers put up 786 yards and seven touchdowns. Um, so not even a top 30 back fantasy wise, big time sell here. Um, just would completely avoid to be totally honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. And he was almost off the team like last year too. He was, and then he brought him back, but moving on here um, to one of the hottest topics around fantasy football. Um like the guy, um, I think he's being drafted a little bit too early in terms of who's coming up behind him, um, and this would be Justin Fields. Justin Fields right now is the QB4 off the board um, with his ADP around the 37 mark. Um, quarterbacks who come off the board right behind him, Lamar Jackson. In terms of where I think Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson stack up, um, you know, I, I think they're they're kind of neck and neck there. But then you have Joe Burrow. Herbert, Lawrence, and Watson, and even Prescott behind him. Um, now, in terms of, you know, obviously Justin Fields' upside is his legs, um, and but the downside right now is his passing. He's getting better over over the you know over the course of last year. Um, and he, for Bears fans, we're hoping for a jump in his passing. Um, but again, I think it's a year too soon for him to be QB four. Um, and I, I think you know it's just a lot of hype around him for him to go that high um, in terms of where I think he should go. I mean, he should probably be around the 10 mark just because, again, his what his legs can do and what he can produce on the ground. But at this point in time, it's it's a little bit too high. I mean, next-gen stats say this guy's a catfish feeding right at the bottom of the QBR. <laughs> All right. This kind of plays off of the fields um, thing. I think that's the stack is just going way too high. And, and DJ Moore um, – at number five here. So what I think what's happening in these drafts is people are trying to get their stack. So they take Justin Fields and then if they're like 
you know, around that turn. Because right now, Fields is going kind of at the end of round three, and then you have more going at the beginning of round four. So they're just trying to stack them up. So I just think this stack is going way too high. DJ Moore was coming from a Panthers team. They were averaging, they weren't averaging a ton of pass attempts again, a game, but they were averaging close to 27, whereas Justin Fields was like between 21 and 22 pass attempts. He vultures things around the goal line with his legs, and you know, you just it's harder to target pass catcher. So right now he's going at wide receiver 20, but like to me, he's not a wide receiver two. He's more of a wide receiver three, um, kind of like a mid-range wide receiver three. So for that reason, I, I think he's a fade at his current uh, ADP. All right, Nick. All right, so we're not going to go with this specific player here, but we're just going to instill a methodology for not only underdog formats, but also for your season long or whatever type of fantasy football you play. There's one rule you got to stick to, and it is rookie tight ends. I'm a big stats guy. My friends joke and say I'm like, I'm like Mike McCarthy because I'm so into stats. It's all about the number. And yeah. Rookie tight ends just don't put up numbers. Especially consistently, um, you know, I think even if you look at the best tight end season ever, um, might have been Kyle Pitts, maybe a thousand yards, one touchdown, two touchdowns, maybe. I think it would be back to where what like Gronk when he was a rookie. Yeah, he did it. I don't know, but either way, the stats are saying rookie tight ends are bad. So go for upside elsewhere. I know you think Dalton Kincaid is going to go off with Josh Allen, but you're wrong. So swallow your pride and just avoid him. <laughs> yeah. He he might be the one that that people really fish for because he's you know first round yeah. on that mm-hmm. you know juggernaut offense. But you still got Dawson Knox there too, right? Like yeah. So. Let's take a step back. We got we all have fever right now. We're excited for all these new players, but realistically, this guy is maybe fourth in the pecking order in buffalo and not to mention they just bolstered their run game which they love to do so i wouldn't expect their whole passing game to take a step back also he can't block at this point in time right the kid's a twig (laughs) tight ends like really just don't kind of break out till around age 25 just really hard for these young tight ends to just get it going i mean yeah they could go in there and block but just to be an efficient pass catching tight end right out the gate it's really tough to do. So, yep, fading fading the rookie tight ends this year. All right, Alex. Yeah, speaking of uh, young guys who have yet to break out, we are coming in with Kyler Murray. <laughs> Current ADP is 139, putting him at QB 19. Uh, Kyler Murray's health is still very much up in the air. Uh, there's multiple reports that he's not coming back till week six at the earliest. Um, on top of that, Arizona has the lowest win total projection by Vegas. They've got one of the worst offensive teams in the league, even when he is back. And I could see them if they start off really rocky and he's, you know, they're like one in five or, you know, two and six or something like that. I could see them resting him for much longer and getting him completely back to full strength as opposed to rushing him back for a meaningless season um when they could have you know two lottery picks next year um so yeah kyler murray big avoid big avoid here yeah and they definitely want to keep him out they definitely want to keep him out 
um, when the new Call of Duty launches as well. So <laughs> whatever that date is, just just for the Cardinals organization, just just dust it up. Don't don't do it. Um, okay, Very trending on. with the face stock. <laughs> Penny stock. <laughs> yeah, just down the drain, just like uh, Murray's career until he goes to the baseball field. Here, um, moving on to the next here, um, the next pick, which was a a trade that happened um, in the uh, it was after the draft here um, with DeAndre Swift with his new team, the Eagles. Current ADP is number seventy. Uh, which makes him the RB. Sorry, I just had this pulled up and I pulled it off. Twenty-two, RB twenty-two. Yes, thank you. Um, RB twenty-two. Uh, running backs, um, especially with the Eagles, we saw last year. Doesn't really matter who's behind the offensive line. Um, anyone can run the ball and get touches back there. You have Gainwell. Um, they have um, Swift Penny. and oh, and Penny. Sorry, I forgot they they got Penny. Um, which really puts a damper on Penny because he would have been a, a great uh, great candidate to buy low. Um, now, again, with Swift, you know, the whole thing about his he can't stay healthy. Um, he is a pass catching running back. Um, so when he was healthy in Detroit, he did pretty well. Uh, but again, that's when he was healthy and he was not on the field very often. Um, in terms of other running backs that you could get, you know, you know, and the other thing about it is. Jalen Hurts is still there too. He runs and he vultures touchdowns away from all those running backs. And I, and I think RB 21 um, is just way too high. I mean, you got Pacheco behind him. You got Mixon behind him, RB ones who are strictly the, the bell cows there. Um, you even got, um, you know, David Montgomery and, you know, in Detroit. So there's a lot of options behind him um, that I think are a lot better. I um, mean, get more value out of them and have much more productive seasons than he will. All right, yeah, I with Penny there too. It's just like he's yeah. gonna also vulture stuff in addition yeah. to Hertz. All right, so number one here, he's just he's a hot name, and that's why he always seems to go uh higher in drafts than I think he should. Sign with the Ravens. Everyone's hyped about Todd Mont or Monkin going over there in this pass catch, this pass friendly offense. That's Odell Beckham. His current ADP is 108. And people are like, wow, that's, you know, he's going kind of late. I think he should go undrafted or maybe like close to like pick 200. I mean, this guy is, I I don't think he has it anymore. He's coming off of, he has an injury history. And second, he's competing with Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews, and uh, Rashad Bateman, who I think all could be ahead of him in the pecking order. For sure, Mark Andrews. I think Rashad Bateman and then Zay flowers. I mean, he's this supposed to be this electric guy. I think he's probably better than Odell at this point of his career. And then Lamar loves to vulture touchdowns along the goal line. They love to run the ball in general. They have Dobbins. I just don't see a path to how Odell Beckham ever could pay off his, uh, his ADP. I mean, you could get Juju who's the wide receiver one in new England. It's kind of, I mean, I would take Juju 10 times out of 10, I'm trying to think who else you have around Odell here. Juju, Elijah Moore, Alan Lazard, Jacoby Myers, Tyler Boyd. They're all going like after him. It it just doesn't make any sense at all to me. I will have zero 
Odell Beckham teams on like 300 plus drafts that I do in this off season. Zero. If anyone listening to this thinks Duncan's a good football coach, let me <laughs> remind you that he couldn't even outrank Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's more because we know He's like terrible. people are excited that it's going to be a pass from the offense, which it might be like they like that's just what he typically likes to do. But it, it still doesn't matter for oh, oh, I just think all of I, I think to act except Mark Andrews, I think every pass catcher, Zay Flowers, Odell, and Bateman are being drafted too high, but especially Odell. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're able to get a Lamar Mark Andrews stack. That's how I do it. Otherwise, I don't know. It's kind of like I don't really want Lamar. It's really hard to get a Lamar Andrew stack based off of how close they go in ADP, but that's the only way I would do it if I'm stacking Ravens. But that will does anyone have any final thoughts? No. No. Okay. Well, that'll do it. Ravens are gonna be last in their division. <laughs> Coming from the Browns fan. Um oh, all right. under the bus like that. Come on, man. That'll do it for this episode. Next week, we're going to cover the NFL awards markets and, you know, the coach coach of the year, MVP, all that, and just good bets to get down now before the markets start changing. But thank you guys for watching, and we will see you next time.